All right. What's going on, guys? This is Coach JC, and you are watching or listening to the Win All Day podcast show. Man, I got to tell you, I am super stoked. I'm super excited. Man, you are in for a treat today. We have an amazing guest in the house, and I'm not just a little prejudiced because he uh, pastors a church in New Jersey, where I was born and raised, but this guy's on fire. He's doing amazing things for the kingdom, and you're going to hear from him in just a moment. But if you are a frequent listener uh, or viewer of this show, you know that we kick every show off with our win all day winning confession. If it's your first time listening or watching, hey, just repeat after me. Today is my day. Nothing will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am fearless. I choose faith. I was born a winner. I will win and win all day. Let's go, baby. Hey, on this show, we believe in winning confessions. We believe that there's power in this thing right here. And we believe that you could build faith at any time, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what your goal is, your dream, or your desire, by what you speak into your life and the action that you take. So today, we're super excited and stoked that you're here. Once again, my name is Coach JC, if you are new to the show, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Win All Day Podcast Show. So without further ado, let me now intro our amazing guest, and our amazing guest, I'm just going to read this bio I got, uh, because he is a G, and then I'm going to introduce you to him and let him do his thing. Our amazing guest is Dr. Darius Daniels. Darius Daniels is a cultural architect and trend center for his generation. He is an innovative leader and strategic thinker and a prolific preacher. And uh, he's also the pastor of Kingdom Church, which has two locations, one in Ewing and in Burlington, New Jersey. So Dr. Darius Daniels, man, I can sit here all day and read this bio, but you have a bachelor's of arts degree in political science, a master's of divinity degree, and a doctorate of ministry degree and we are super stoked because you are making a difference throughout our nation. I know from being a speaker that you are in high demand within the faith-based world especially. But most importantly than that, you are a prolific educator and you are making change. And you are helping people throughout our nation and our world win all day. And today, we want to welcome Dr. Darius Daniels to the Win All Day podcast show. What's up, my man? What's up? Thanks so much for allowing me to be here. You, you got me hyped. I'm amped already. <laughs> Let's go. Well, we're, excited. we're excited you're here, man. I know I read your bio, but you know, I told you earlier before we kicked this show off, man, we are honored and privileged and blessed throughout this show because we have such a, a diverse demographic that listens to this show. We have a lot of people that are are faith-based, and they might say, oh my gosh, I tuned in today just because I knew the doctor was going to be on the show, and obviously there's going to be people that are in the faith-based world that may not be familiar with who you are, so man, I read your bio, but man, if you could just let us in the life of Darius Daniels before he was doctor, before he was a prolific speaker and educator, before you were running a church, man, where are you from? Where do you come from? Where is this guy, Dr. Darius Daniels, from? And talk to us, brother. Well, this is the quick version. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to raise Mississippi. Um, many people don't know that. I grew up in a small town in Mississippi. Last census was 830 people. That's the entire town. My high school graduating class was about 30-something 30, 30 people, really small. 
uh, rural area I grew up in. And uh, it was my dream to go to law school. And so I went to this college in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, played basketball there and played basketball most of my life. So I went to this school with all intentions and purposes, man, of going to law school. Uh, But the weird thing is I wanted to practice law for a while and then start teaching it. So in my heart, I've I've always been, I had a passion for teaching. And um, yeah, probably about my sophomore year college, I started uh, sensing this tension regarding my plans, whether or not I was going to go to law school or seminary. And uh, I made a decision my senior year of, yes, my senior year of college, um, that I was going to abandon um, my plans for law school and I was going to use the rest of my life serving people by wow. serving the church. And uh, I made the decision to apply to some seminaries. I was actually considering going to grad school in Tulsa. And um, long story short, through a series of circumstances, that the door that opened for me was Princeton. So um, I applied to three schools and financially, the only one I was able to really walk through, the door, the only door I was able to walk through was Princeton. And that was because um, I was able to go there for free. <laughs> and so, yeah, I ended up in New Jersey and uh, years later ended up planting the church. And um, after that, the rest is kind of history. Wow, man. So do me a favor, man. Talk to us really quick because I think you said something that's absolutely powerful, man. You know, and I told you a little before the show uh, earlier that, you know, I ended up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You were going to come to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to law school at TU. Is that, is that what you said? I was, I was going, I was actually, I was actually, I actually applied to ORU. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I actually applied to ORU. And uh, ORU didn't let me in. They rejected me. They denied me. What? That is Really? Vanderbilt offered me a 75% scholarship. I was able to go to Princeton free, uh, tuition free. And, uh, but ORU denied me. But this is what I've learned. This is not just a, it's not just a phrase. It's not just a cultural colloquialism. This is, this is truth for me, at least. Rejection is direction. Wow. Say, say that one more time. Rejection is direction. Rejection is direction. A closed door is not a closed door. A closed door is a gift to you to keep you from walking in the wrong room. Wow, man. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's, let's stay there for a moment because, you know, I don't know who's listening today and I don't know who tuned in watching, but I think that's powerful because your story, similar to mine, and you didn't know this, but I actually came out to Tulsa, Oklahoma to attend ORU to actually play basketball from New Jersey. So uh, <laughs> that's what brought me out to Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. I'm, I'm, I, I am the whitest, the shortest cat from New Jersey, and I ended up in Oklahoma to play ball at ORU with big goals and dreams and ambitions. But it's wow. funny, similar to you, man, God said, you know, Coach JC, I wasn't Coach JC at the moment, but he said, you, you have your plans for your life, and you've orchestrated what you think you're supposed to do. And my goal was to play basketball. My goal was to make it to the NBA, to hopefully rescue my sister and my mom from that poverty-stricken life that we grew up in New Jersey. And what happens when all of a sudden your plans, you know, the way that you thought it was supposed to be, law school, me, basketball, doesn't end up exactly how it was supposed to end up. And I think I ask you that question because, you know, Doc, a lot of people, Darius, at that moment is where they quit. 
and they give up and they say, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. I, that was my calling. That was my purpose. That was my passion. But now I'm lost. I don't know what to do. So at that moment when you said, wait a second, the door closed. Law school is not my calling any longer. And I'm going this direction. What's the mindset shift that you had to make to say, I've got to close the door and, and no longer be focused on the rejection, no more focused on the law degree that I thought I was going to get and the attorney or lawyer that I thought I was going to practice. What's the mindset shift that you had to make at, at that time? You know, it was really, I didn't know. I, I feel like it was instinctive for me then. It was almost like survival instinct, right? Sink or swim, have a pity party or progress, stay agitated or advance. Yeah. So it was, I didn't know, I didn't use, I wouldn't use this language back then, but now I know what I did was it was reframing, JC. That's all it was. It was looking at the same situation, which was rejection, that rejection letter. Uh, I'll never forget. I, I came home from basketball practice. My roommate knew I wanted to go to ORU. I came home from basketball practice. He saw I had a letter from ORU. He gave it to me. I walked down the steps in the apartment. I put my basketball gym bag on the couch. I opened the letter up. He's watching me. I'm wait. He's waiting to see my reaction. And I opened the letter. I didn't even say anything to him. I just tore it up and threw it uh, wherever I threw it on the floor, couch or whatever. Wow. I took the same. I looked at that situation and I put a different frame around it. And so, you know, I it's not what happens to you. It's the story that you tell yourself. And so I was shook for a minute. I was disappointed for a minute. I was frustrated for a minute. But I had to make a decision. Uh, how I was going to interpret this event. Did this happen to me or was this working for me? And because I am a person of faith and because I believe that there is a creator who orchestrates all things according to the counsel of his own will and for my good, I had to make a decision, even though it wasn't easy to look at that same situation and say, hey, this is this did not happen to me. This happened for me. And to make a decision to look for the right door, because obviously the one that closed wasn't the right one for me. Wow. Powerful, man. That's powerful. And, you know, so let's, let's stay there for a second, because I know that there's people watching and listening that have been rejected and rejections. It doesn't feel good. But similar, similar to what you said, it's funny because I remember when I threw away my basketball opportunity and I was laying there $400,000 in debt, suicidal, in the fight of my life to be a dad, desperate, oppressed, figuring out, man, you threw away your story. You, who are you? You're a loser, man. You, you're never going to be anything or amount to anything. And this is funny what you just said because I read in a book that I read Tony Robbins at the time. This is in 2004. And I read in a book and he said, the meaning of anything in life only has the meaning that you choose to give it. Come on. And I remember reading that and I was like, wait a second, how do I give this situation a different meaning? I mean, it's horrible. $400,000 in debt, suicidal. I mean, I hate who I become and I threw in my story, but you said that earlier. You said for me, I had to shift my perspective of how I was viewing this, the rejection, the situation, understand that this didn't happen to me, but it happened for me. So let's talk about that just for a moment. For the person that's saying, man, I hear you, Coach JC. I hear you, Dr. Darius Daniels. But right now I'm dealing with rejection. I'm dealing with a situation right now that it looks impossible. There's, there's adversity. There, there's, there's an obstacle. There's a trial. There's a storm of my life. And, and I want to give it a different meaning. But this is really hard for me because all I could see is what I see in the natural. And I can't see past what I see in the natural. What would you say to that person right now, Dr. Darius Daniels? 
Well, I, I will literally say when it comes down to people who are kind of paralyzed with pity, for me, it's really simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. And it's to sit back and say, what are my options? If I sit and sulk, what's that going to produce for me? If I make a decision to make the best out of playing the hand that I've been dealt, what kind of result is that going to produce for me? And which one am I willing to live with? Wow. Like pain can be paralyzing. If you've ever been, I mean, you talked about some of the things that you've gone through and you, you know what it's like to emotionally be in agony and you just want to, to limp throughout life. You want to lay down. You don't want to get up. You want to, have a pity party, you want to salt. But the truth of the matter is, man, if you're not going to die, you got to make a decision to live. And I had no option. You know, the school was not changing their mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, <laughs> they were not going to re- reverse the decision. So I had to make a decision that even though I couldn't change the decision that they made about me, I could change the decisions that I would make for myself. And ultimately it is my decisions that determine my destiny, not anyone else's. And that is what I would encourage uh, someone right now who may be listening to us to do, to really ask yourself, what are my options? If I just sit here and sulk, what's going to happen? And am I going to live with that? Is the future me going to be upset with the present me because of what I'm doing or not doing? Or you ask yourself, man, if I make a decision, to take control of my destiny by making the decisions that I need to make to play the hand that, that I've been dealt. Uh, how is my future me going to feel about my past me? And I think um, if they, if they take that approach, they'd be amazed, amazed at how the thing that they felt like was their greatest burden. They're going to look back at it and say, it was my greatest blessing. That rejection letter was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. Come on, brother. Period. That's so that's so powerful because when you're going through it, right, that's hard to come to that realization, right? When you're feeling yeah. the rejection and the pain, and, and if they're watching right now, you're watching right now, we get it. We've been there. When, when you're actually rejected at the moment or you're going through hell at the moment, it's hard to have this mindset and this belief. But I, I, what you said is powerful because I think a lot of times we're talking about faith right now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen in the natural. So we're talking about faith. We're saying, hey, if you continue to just see what's in the natural then and you focus on that, you're going to stay stuck. But you got to start to say, hold up, wait a minute. I am not going to be moved by what I see at the moment. And I'm going to rise up and build my faith to say, what if, what if, just what if, what I well, I'm going through at the moment. What if the rejection happened to me? No, but for me. And you just said it. If you didn't go through that rejection at that moment, you would not be on this podcast show right now. You have no idea where your life would be. You might not be Dr. Darius Daniels. You might not be making the impact and helping people win in the way you are. But because that rejection letter, it propelled you to now be who you are today. That's so powerful. Without a doubt. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that for a second. Cause you know, if you're in the faith-based world, right. And, and I want to talk to that individual now, cause you hear it all the time. You get to speak in churches across America. I get to speak in churches across America. It's an absolute honor and blessing, but you hear this in the faith-based world. You hear, well, I'm waiting on God 
and whatever God wants for me, you know, then that's what I'm believing for. And you said something earlier that triggered inside of me because this is a big part of my ministry and what I do. You said you can create your destiny. And I tell people all the time that the word of God says that I want to give you the desires of your heart. You can create your reality. And so many times you see faith-based or, or, or Christians get crippled almost and paralyzed almost so much because they're waiting on God. You took crazy, relentless action after that rejection to become, a, a get a bachelor's, to get a master's, to get a doctorate. You had to act. You didn't just sit and wait on God and say, okay, I, I'm not going to have a pity party, but I'm going to move on. You said, no, I'm going to be relentless. I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to create this new story for my life. How did you do that? Well, you know, I'll start off by saying this, and this is what I've learned. Um, you can't live a good life with bad information. Let's go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Let's you know, go. In theological terms, we say orthodoxy equals orthopraxy. You got to have right doctrine before you have right practice. And I think when people's view of the way God works is wrong, is it right? Excuse me. They aren't going to live well. Wow. We co-creators. The scriptures even use the word co-laborers. So we're, we, we work in partnership with God to bring God's desired result for our life to pass. Wow. We are, we are ridic- in the words of Henry Clark, ridiculously responsible for our own life. He's willing, God's willing to assist us and enable us and empower us, but we must take action and faith has feet. Come on. Faith has feet. Faith Come does on. not just show up in the talking. It shows up in the walking. Uh, we walk by faith, not by sight. And so for me, I think that until that bad information is corrected, people are going to be sitting, waiting on God, not realizing that God is waiting on them. This is what the scriptures say, JC. Whatsoever Psalms want, whatsoever you do will prosper. If you aren't doing anything, you aren't giving God anything to prosper. Powerful. That's so powerful, man. So so let's talk about this for a second. You now are rejected, right? You say, I'm going to create this new story for my life. I'm going to go a different direction. I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to create my destiny. And you go out and you end up at Princeton in New Jersey. Were you, were you, uh, were you a believer at that moment? And you had faith at that moment already? Did you grow up with that belief system or did you have to create that? Well, I did. So I was a believer at that moment. I feel like um, my parents gave me a great foundation. But the way that I'm wired, what I tell people is I didn't inherit my faith. Um, I chose it. The way, the way I'm wired, I'm very analytical. I have a tendency to go my own way. I can be a bit of a maverick that works for me at times, against me at times. Yeah. And so I wouldn't have chosen a, a belief system just because it was a belief system of my parents. I chose this belief system because for me, um, life doesn't, life for me, for me personally, I'm not imposing my views on anyone else, but life for me cannot be lived well for me without faith. It's just it's too many unpredictable variables. It's too many random incidents and occurrences, too many unavoidable setbacks. And so for me, I have to have a worldview 
that is not steeped in cynicism, but optimism, believing that good can come out of every bad, uh, everything that's bad. And so for me, the point that I'm making is um, I really got stronger in that belief system through these experiences that like that rejection, some circumstances force you to learn stuff in life that you couldn't learn in any other way. There's nothing like a school of hard knocks. I say, I got a PhD in adversity. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. So that, I think that is, um, that experience really strengthened and solidified it for me. Then to see how everything worked out for me, like literally you were right. I would not probably, I would not even be on this podcast and I wouldn't be where I am in life had it not been for that rejection letter. So to see how things worked out also strengthened my faith um, in a greater way. Powerful, man. Powerful. I could not agree with you or be aligned with you more in my belief system, man. And, you know, I've heard this years ago and it was a quote that said, with every adversity in life comes an equal or greater opportunity. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, I take it back to perspective. How am I going to see the situation? How am I going to view this obstacle, this adversity uh, in in life? And, you know, for me, I'm very uh, aligned with you in a tremendous way because I uh, I don't want to push the belief on anybody either. But I could see that majority of people that I'm blessed to interact with and hundreds and thousands of people, the people that don't have faith, a true deep faith, man, they're, they're struggling in life. They're trying to figure it out on their own. And they, people come to me all the time for coaching and mentorship. And I'm speaking. I'm saying, guys, you're missing one component. Because yeah. if you're like me, you tried to do it in your own will. And you fell short. And until you surrender and say, hold up, wait a minute. I can't do it in my own will. But I have to believe in something beyond what I feel or think at the moment or see at the moment. Your life's going to be a struggle. It's just reality. So if you're, if you're uh, faith-based or not, you've got to have something deep down inside you that says there's more, I can be more, I can achieve more. If you believe in God or not, you better find something in your life. For me, it's God. For me, it's faith. You better find something in your life that's bigger than just you and your problems and your situations or that hard knock life is going to beat you up over and over again. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you 100%, Coach. So let's talk about you now, man, because here, here's, here, here's the thing I want to hear. On this podcast, Darius, we have a lot of people that the stories, the guests that we bring on have stories that they say, I was at a place in life. It wasn't comfortable. It was adversity. It was a rejection. It was an obstacle. And then I was able to overcome. You used faith to overcome. You went on to create a new story. You created this Dr. Darius Daniels and this ministry, how did this come about? How did, when, when you went to, the, to school, when did the belief come to you that you said, I'm going to build something that's going to be huge and it's going to make an impact through my website, through my podcast, through my audios, through my speaking, through my teachings, through my books. When did you get that, that you knew there's something inside of me. It's not going to be a small ministry. This is not a small calling, but I was called to impact a world. When did that come about? You know, I really, I really did not see where I am right now, to be, to be frank. Some people yeah. saw that. and I have friends who had something huge in their heart. For me, what I had was this insatiable and have 
this insatiable appetite to get better. Yeah. That is, that is the one thing I was and am passionate about getting better, learning and, and becoming the best version of myself. And I feel like as I got better, things just started getting bigger. And, um, I believe improvement demands that people pay attention. Sometimes people are looking for and seeking after attention. And I feel like when you are excellent at a thing, excellence draws people's attention and doors by God's grace just begin to open. And this is what I often say. All I did on larger stages and with larger opportunities it's the same thing I did in smaller opportunities, on smaller stages and smaller opportunities. What you perfect in private will work in public. If you will kill the lion and the bear in private when no one is looking, Come on. you'll be able to slay Goliath when everyone is looking. So for me, I didn't see, I did not see this. I just saw myself as a person who wanted to transform people's lives with content. Um, and even the organizations that we that were building and the churches that we planted. And we recently, a couple of years ago, went through um, an evolution and we changed the name of our churches from Kingdom Church to Change Church. And we went from two campuses in New Jersey to a extension site in Los Angeles and a few months ago, we launched a, a campus in Orlando. So these are things I didn't see when I started. But I think when I think it was true, Kathy, who said, when you get better, people will demand that you get bigger. So that is the route that I took. And um, even to this day, you know, if people were to ask me, what do you see? Um, what do you see next? And for me, like I said, my passion is transformational content. And um, what I want to do is to reach as many people as possible with some of the content that I believe that's in my heart that has changed my life and that can change theirs also. Wow, man, that's powerful. You said so many powerful things in there that could absolutely change somebody's life. And I just want to stay there for a moment. You first said, uh, you talked about growing right? On a daily basis, you know, two of the greatest things we have, and I believe attributes in life is to be able to grow, to be our best, right? That's what win all day is about. When I learned how to master the day and realized you can never turn around your situation overnight, JC, that's going to take God an absolute miracle. But if you are going to partner with God, you have to do some things. And if you just learned how to win the day and build a better version of you today, man, where would you be 12 months down the road, six months, a year, two years, three years down the road? So what about grow, growth? And then you also talked about excellence. And you yes. said when, 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 you, when you perfect, a, and I, I would say the skill set, you're yeah. a very prolific speaker. And you, you, obviously, you spend a lot of time studying the word. Uh, you spend a lot of time pro, uh, becoming a better speaker, a better teacher. I think there's a lot of people, man, and, and Darius, I want you to talk about this, who don't want to invest the time, but they want the return. And what I'm hearing you say is for you to be who you are today, launching campuses of churches on the East Coast and the West Coast and making the impact you're making, man, you had to sow a lot of seeds and you had to invest a lot of time buying closed doors in private 
to really study and develop this skill set of who you are and you continue to do it. Is that what I hear you saying? Absolutely. And you are spot on. And you know, most of the time when people think about growth in a specific area, they limit the area, the areas they think they have to grow in to actually achieve success. So for me, one of the things, my life shifted drastically when I understood the need for personal development and not just spiritual development. So I was living, I, I had a season where I was living morally, I was living righteous, but I wasn't living well. Wow. You know, in terms, I was anointed, but I wasn't, but I was still overwhelmed. I was wow. spiritual, but I was stressed. I was purposeful, but I was a procrastinator. And so I had to, it took me about a, for, for a decade, I threw myself into personal development because I had to realize and recognize that wherever life took me, I was going with me. You cannot outrun wow. you. You can't outrun you. Wherever your gift takes you, you have to go. And Powerful. so your gift can create opportunities for you that your lack of personal development won't allow you to faithfully manage and steward. And so I had to invest years, not just into spiritual growth, not just into speaking and studying the dictionary and studying words and critiquing myself and learning from other communicators and filling my well with content. I also had to develop and have to develop on the backside so that I have the skills to manage the opportunities that excellence is going to bring. Man, that's so powerful, man. It's absolutely a game changer what you just said. And, you know, it's funny because similar to me, when I learned the power of personal development and combining, and I always use this, this saying, people hear me say it so many times, when you combine the physical and the spiritual, supernatural things can happen in your life. You can create miracles. But a lot of times what we do is we use the spiritual and as faith, faith or believers, we might know the word of God and we sit in church every single day of the week, man, and we're getting fat spiritually, but personal development, growing strong minds, strong bodies, marriages, bank accounts, and being successful in all these other areas, a lot of times we throw by the wayside or we're spending so much time in the gym and we're spending so much time on the, all the other side of stuff that we forget that the spiritual side of it. And we can't even pray for five, 10 minutes until we need God to show up in our life. And years ago, when I discovered personal development, it changed my life and I combined the word of God and I used biblical principles and personal development books to radically change my life. I created a course for churches and we actually, we actually implemented a victory. And we go into churches like Dave Ramsey does with financial peace. And we say, Hey, listen, faith-based believers, we, we're not going to teach you the word of God. You know that your pastor's doing a great job of that, but what are you doing in your body? What are you doing really to renew your mind, to have strong mindsets and believe bigger? And what do you do in all these other areas, which is huge. And when you combine the personal development with the spiritual, I believe you can have and be and do anything you want, any time you want in life. So I want to talk about that for a minute. What does Dr. Darius Daniels do to win all day? Because what you just said is what the win all day mantra is all about. 
It's about every single day being your best. It's about every single day maximizing your God-given talents and abilities. And it's about every single day walking that calling out. It's about building the best version of you, that knowing irrelevant to the situation or the circumstance, that all things are possible, that all things work together for good, but you have to do some work. So when we talk about win all day, we talk about win in the day. And that's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in your relationships, being your best, knowing that if you build the best version of you, man, it's going to take you to your calling and your destiny. So Darius Daniels, what do you do? Let the audience and the viewers in the life of you, what do you do outside the spiritual to grow and personally develop? Well, one of the things I think uh, that I do that I thought of when you mentioned it, and that is feeling, this is what I believe. For me, at least, this has been my experience. No belief system is static. So then to maintain a belief system filled with optimism and not cynicism, uh, to maintain a, a belief system that sees incidents in life as things that happen for me and not things that happen to me, it means mm-hmm. that you've got to be filling your well, your mental well, with information that kind of renews your mind in that way. So I'm really strategic about making sure that I am hearing from not just spiritual voices, but voices in the area of personal development. So that's podcast that I'm subscribing to. Obviously, the principle of turn your car into a classroom. That is huge for me. And so I'm listening to podcasts. Or I'm watching shows on YouTube. I'm reading books by people who specialize in personal development. And so that helps me in terms of my perspective. And then practically, I think ultimately your the theme of your podcast and your life's message is really, I think, one of the chief contributors to me manage, trying to manage my life well. And that is uh, life management is time management and you manage it one day at a time. When yeah. the day, like I've got this uh, mirror wall right here in my office and I've written different sayings on this wall and one of them right here it's huge it says win the day come on <laughs> and so, let's go and so uh yeah you change your life one day at uh, at a time john maxwell puts it this way you cannot change your destination overnight but you can change your direction Wow. Powerful, man. Well, man, here's the deal, Darius. We could spend all day talking about personal development and, and, and the calling you have on your life and what you're doing. And, and uh, here's what I want to do because I believe in personal development. I, I believe in continued growth, uh, you know, turning your vehicle into a university. I mean, all those principles changed my life, but I also believe in the word of God and you're doing stuff in, in your ministry that I would put out there and say, I mean, we first met at a TD, a TD Jake's event down in Dallas. You came out to victory out here in Tulsa and you spoke and you are doing things that I believe in the faith-based world, many people would say is absolutely different and prolific and outside the box thinking in your teachings. And um, so I know without a doubt that if a viewer or listener can tune into your stuff and they could absorb your stuff and your teachings on YouTube, wherever else they can go, that, that they can radically change their life because they're going to think bigger, they're going to dream bigger, and they're going to get a whole different perspective, an idea, and teaching of what the Word of God really says about who they are and what they can do. So 
What, where can these viewers and listeners of the Win All Day podcast show say, man, I want to renew my mind. I want to personally develop. I want to grow. And I'm going to make a commitment now to get over to Darius Daniels content. And on a daily basis, I am going to add this guy to my uh, satellite mentorship, man. He's going to become a teacher of mine. He's going to become a preacher of mine. I might not go to his church, but, but, uh, but I, I want some more of what this guy has. Where would you say the best place for these people to start is to get more of the Darius Daniels content and what you're teaching? Yeah, I'm going to say two places. One is YouTube um, because that's going to be filled with content and different kinds of content um, that is all, obviously, my, my life's work is change. And so there are different types of knowledge. Some knowledge is inspirational. Some is motivational. For me, I'm all about transformation. And so no matter what, whether it's a sermon or a table talk or an interview, YouTube has tons of content. That's going to be first. And then also podcasts. There's a Darius Daniels podcast that we put up every, we release new content every week for that. Tons of messages there. And we are about to launch a different one. This is a conversational con uh, podcast and it's it's called thinking out loud with Darius Daniels and it's conversations on life culture and spirituality and uh, we're really really excited about that we believe they're they will be transformational conversations and and those are the two primary places I would direct people podcast it's in all of the stores and in YouTube Beautiful, man. I want to encourage, if you're a listener watching right now, get over to YouTube or Dr. Daniels, uh, Daniel's podcast. I mean, I I've listened to your content. Um, I know all about your message, man. But do this really quick. You talk about transformation. As we close this show, and, and like I said, man, I would love to spend all day with you. I want to respect your time. And, and uh, really, the goal here is your message of transformation. What does that really mean? You were able to transform your life. You're helping hundreds and thousands of people create transformation and change in their life. What does transformation really mean and your message really mean so that the viewer and listener understands what you're talking about when you say that? That's really, that's, that's really important. Yeah, because it's huge. When, when the word transformation is used by a religious leader, people just literally often associate it with morality. Yep. They just think like, stop doing bad stuff. Yep. <laughs> and so yeah, for, for real. <laughs> and so for me. And it can I'm mess not, you up if that's all you think it is. And I'm like, so for me, I'm not saying that that's not change or not transformation, but it is not the transformational message that I think is my life's message. And, and so simply it comes down to, uh, to this. And that is very often success is seen as overachievement in one area. So a person can be good at like, I don't know, a sport and we'll say they're successful. When the truth of the matter is, I think success is a balanced achievement in the areas that matter. And so transformation or life change for me isn't changing something in your life. It is changing the way you live your life. Come on. So your proclaimed values are your actual priorities because that is the only way you experience fulfillment. Now, for me, that means modeling your life after the most influential person that ever lived. And that's Jesus. My argument is whether you are religious or not and receive him as Messiah or not, what is inarguable is the impact he's had on human history and by far the most influential person in human history. Absolutely. So whether you're religious or not, 
why wouldn't you want to pattern your life after somebody who's that got that kind of influence, who's been dead 2,000 and something years, and people are still following him and listening to his teachings. And so I think in my, in my line of work, it's possible for people to confuse liking Jesus with actually being like Jesus. Wow, powerful. And so for me, that's what I mean when I talk about transformation. How are you, are you changing the way you manage your relationships? Not just are they moral, but not just, it's not just about changing something in your life. It's about literally changing the way you live your life. And for me, that's what it's all about. Wow, that's powerful, man. What a, so let me ask you this, Darius Daniels, who are your mentors or who do you look up to? What books, uh, people, influencers within the faith-based world or without? I heard you mention John Maxwell. I know we met down at a TD Jakes event. Who, who do you look up to? Who, who's been instrumental in your life in helping you get to where you are today? Yeah, tons of people, uh, some of which I say I walk in the shadows of greatness, some of, some of which people would, people, people who made tremendous impact that we would ever know. I mean, obviously you mentioned, I've got my, I've got Dr. R.A. Vernon and um, Jacob Aranza and uh, my pastor in college, uh, a man who took me under his wing and mentored me, Henry Hankins. I've got my father who was the yeah. single greatest influence in my life and tons of people that uh, have mentored me from afar from their writings and their work. Uh, Henry Cloud, uh, is incredible. Jim Rohn, obviously, is yeah. incredible. Darren Hardy is incredible. Les Brown, Eric Thomas is incredible. Brene Brown is incredible. Dallas Willard is incredible. So I've got this cloud of witnesses who make <laughs> yeah. contributions to my life. But, you know, I, you know, I believe in... in um, in the principle of mentorship, and I believe mentorship is mentorship is wealth. It is it's it's it is it is wealth. You get lessons without years and lessons without pain when you wow. got <laughs> powerful man. Well, Doc, let's do this, man. Again, I want to respect your time. Uh, I want to bring this show to a close. But um, here's what I want you to do before we close this show out. Is there any last a uh, minute thing that you would say just to close the show out to the listener, to the viewer, uh, you know, that wants to win all day, man. They, they listen to this podcast on a weekly basis. They hear my, uh, my messages on winning all day and growing physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and just walking out there calling and, and, and discovering purpose in life and fulfilling their destiny. And man, uh, they're challenged every week to think bigger, to dream bigger, to do bigger. We get amazing testimonies uh, all the time and, and, and stories from, from individuals that listen to a couple episodes and say, man, I'm back on my game. You saved my life. And you know, so there's people listening right now and I want to give you the opportunity just to speak into their life one last time before we let you go and, and close this show out. What would you say to those individuals that are hungry, that are thirsty, that are thriving to overcome rejection and obstacles in life and, and get to a level of accomplishment, of success, of happiness, of fulfillment, of making their greatest contribution impact like you're able to do today in life, every single day, wake up with purpose and a calling in knowing who you are and get to walk that out. What would you say that that, that person right now, Dr. Darius Daniels? Well, this is what I would say. I would say the one thing that I feel like, one of many things that I feel like is incredibly important is to realize and that the course and the quality of your life is going to be determined largely by who you give your ear to 
And I feel like being intentional and sensitive about the voices that you allow to have access to your ear is going to determine whether or not you plateau or break through. It's wow. Whether or not you go forward or backwards because success is not static. There is no neutral in life. You're either going forward or you're going backwards. And I think we live in an age where we can just be bombarded with negativity. Um, we've got social media voices and we've got news and we've got internet. We've got all of these avenues for information. And if you are not disciplined and intentional, you will be overwhelmed by negativity that's going to produce cynicism in you and it's going to shrink your belief system. So I feel like being intentional about your ear, faith comes by hearing. So being intentional with your ear is going to determine whether or not somebody plateaus, regresses, or really steps into bigger and greater things. Wow, powerful. Man, you are listening to the Win All Day podcast show, and that is our special guest, Dr. Darius Daniels. Man, we believe in you. Uh, this is Coach JC, and I want to remind you, remind you one last time that you were born a winner. You deserve to win. And on behalf of myself and uh, Dr. Darius Daniels, we want to thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget, go follow this guy. I promise you his teachings his, uh, I mean, prolific teachings on transformation will radically challenge you to grow and to think bigger so that you can walk out your calling in life. So once again, Dr. Darius, we're grateful. We uh, thank you. And we're believing that for the time that you sowed today into the Win All Day audience and our followers and our tribe, man, we're believing all of us that you're going to just reap a ridiculous harvest in your life of favor. And we speak life to you right now, physically, mentally, emotionally, to your ministry. We speak life right now, my man. And we believe in you at the Win All Day podcast show. So once again, guys, until next time, this is Coach JC. Go and win and win all day.